Hello everybody and um, welcome to a very personal second episode of Marlowe's Mind and this is going to be about um, about just me taking a trip down memory lane really quick um, and Morning Velocip, someone I never got to meet, that is just a voice I hear through headphones, but still means a lot to me. Um, so, when I was uh, 14, 15, I went to, I was in junior high, and uh, I uh, discovered the work of the late Daniel Dumoulin, aka MF Doom, and I was like just drawn to his music, and drawn to like the beats, because I heard food, and then I heard, like, the samples in the background or some, because I've always been a big fan of Marvel, and Spider-Man's been my favorite superhero since I was four, and I would recognize the samples from, from the, all the 70s Marvel cartoons, um, Spider-Man, his amazing friends, like, used to watch those on, uh, when I was, like, five, I used to watch on it, um, it was either Cartoon Network or ABC Family, I don't remember, but, it was just so cool that, like, this, like, legendary rapper that had, like, <clears throat> these crazy flows to him, this cold persona about him, and you know, if you know me personally, you know that one of my other favorite things besides hip-hop and besides animation is, is pro wrestling, and that he took the, um, what they used to call in the wrestling industry, kayfabe, where you basically main, which is basically a fancy way of saying maintaining your persona in and out of the ring, in and out of um, the environment of your job to create the aura that you're that character. And a guy that would, like, combine, like, like, the um, persona of, like, an actual supervillain and the and um with the with the maintaining a character um style approach to things and acting as if he were that character outside of his profession just like wrestlers were expected to back in the day if you know your wrestling history, they kind of abandoned that now because 
with the internet, it's kind of hard to like, because everybody's in on it, but here nor there. If you want to hear somebody complain about that, go listen to Jim Cornette. I I have no um saying that. But and then like the other day I got I was just scrolling through Facebook and I see Doom passed away and for like Doom Doom, even though he was a villain, he was like a hero to me for for my junior has for my junior high school years, him, Dilla and Nunjabes. My biggest influences and the reasons why I'm doing like these beats and stuff and finding these chopping up these records and speeding up these records and reversing these songs and making them unidentifiable and yes I and like and having lots of fun doing it is in part due to him and the fact that I can't the fact that like he still means so much to me six years later in the year 2021, six or so years later in the year 2021, and the fact that, like, that music, and of course the memories I have of those, that school is the only thing that I have really cared of me. I still have those friends, and I don't see those friends that much anymore, but, like, the music is the only thing that's, that I listen to back then is the only thing that's really still with me. And another thing that I attribute to that time in school is that back in that school we had a film class where we'd watch old movies. We watched the original 60s True Grit and we'd watch movies like Seven Samurai, which, excuse me, which back then was really cold because back a few years before that in 2012-2014, when the Toonami block came back on Adult Swim, they aired the Seven Samurai anime, and I was like, it's my first day, and we were, like, gearing up for film class, and I looked at my teacher, I'm like, so, we watch movies in here, right? And he goes, yeah. And I said, what movie are we watching? And he said, he said, he said, Seven Samurai, and I, I looked at him, and I, like, just started marking out. And I got really excited because I've never seen the like the original source material. But I loved that anime when I saw it. And that, that's the memory that I will always hold with me. And then we'd watch the other Kurosawa films. The Kurosawa films. We'd, we'd watch Hidden Fortress. And 
we like we and I just like we like we got to a certain like part in the hidden fortress where like the one like one of the like spoilers but this movie is like 70 whatever years old so it doesn't really matter but um we'd like watch what we were we got to that part where one of them got like held prisoner and she just started sort of, like singing this like beautiful song and that was like back when i first bought my um first got my mpsc which i don't have anymore i since used other gear um and i thought man i should sample this because it sounds really it sounds really dope but and like all that stuff and and another thing that like i hold that i like I attribute the thing in my life to is movies. I've been writing that movie script that I talked about in the first episode. And that's because that film class, that uh, film class and drum class are taught by the same teacher. Um, and, uh, yeah. So then I would like and like and it taught me that like film and entertainment's much more than the piece of media it should be looked at as much more and mu- and it's not just a thing that you can look at and well people see it that way look at in for a few like 20 30 minutes, two hours, depending on if it's a TV or a film, TV show or a film. But it also taught me that it needs to be taken more seriously. And that's why I'm like writing this movie idea with this dream and this goal to work with like, to work with Seth Rogen and Emma Stone. And I talked about being infatuated with spider-man and marvel stuff when i was younger and i have like this list of goals that if this movie were to get off the ground that this career were to get off the ground one would be one would be uh um get the movie done host saturday night live be on jimmy fallon uh um or any talk show, I'd say Conan, but apparently he's ending his talk show um, this year, which is the disappointing. That's another memory I was holding me from my from my um, uh, te- mid early preteen years is watching Conan every night before on school nights before turning the TV off because we had this at time we had to turn the TV off. That was a rule, um, and then if like if I get enough buzz, um, I would have the opportunity to actually um, have an idea that I've had brewing in my head for days now, and that's a uh, getting the opportunity to be the first person that's wheelchair bound to play Spider Man, and people may think, "Well, you're just like." And I don't want to hear about, oh, you're, you're forcing, you're forcing, you're, 
you're forcing your culture on us or you know every time they change like the race of the pre-established character they did that with or like this or that and then like all this and like um, whitewashing or I guess you you can say in this case handicapping air quotes but I hold these newfound goals to my teachers and every so often I, I go to sleep and I have a dream where I'm sitting in that exact same room and we're about to watch Hidden Fortress or Seven Samurai and the lights in the auditorium get shut off and before before the before the teacher can start the movie, I wake up and I realize that those days are behind me. And like all that, not to mention the fact that MF Doom's dead. The one man that like motivated me to do all to do this production is dead. My hero is gone. A hero to me, a villain to many others. You may know him as Victor Von Dinner but Doom is a man that I came to know him as. And like all the all these things that have happened since then, like me uh me um uh, me uh I got followed on Twitter by uh MC Search from third base. Um and uh, I've been talking to him, and I hope to be on this podcast soon because MF Doom means that much to me. And that, like, I still do the things that I I did when I was in junior high. I still play the same video games. I still watch wrestling every week, even though I watch AEW. No, not there to be. I should really get in the habit of watching WWE again. But, like, it's still every everything's the same but different. Everything's the same but different, and there's just so much that I owe to all these different people in my life. And that I hope that those teachers see this. I know I'm not connected with them on Facebook or anything, but if you guys see this, you guys meant a lot to me. And like all these things that um, are associated with those years of my life are changing. And, and I'm just saying this like as a... Recording this as a time capsule to myself, then I'm a. This is to Adrian of the past, from Adrian of the past, while also being to Adrian of the future. I know, confusing, whatever. But, um. That the, 
Bubba, a dog, arm. Or as your late grandpa would say, Aiden. Um, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget the people that motivated you to get where you are. And like the fact that like all these things are like all these things that like um occupied my time that were a part of my life at that moment are either still a part of my life or a part of my life in a different way. Like, that was around the time my sister was being born, my first sister was being born, and she's going to be four next month on the 10th. The same, ironically, the same year Jay Dilla passed away, one of my influences, one of my the whole reason why I'm doing production is, and then Doom passing away, and the fact that Mad Mad Villainy, the Mad Villainy sequel, or or um, at least some of what was done of the Mad Villainy sequel is had gotten the green light to be released. The news just broke the other day or yesterday, which is the 11th as I'm recording this, recording this on the 12th, and that, like, and then we got the MTV Classic channel when it was new, when we still had cable back when I was in 7th grade, and I was watching, like, Rebel Taxi and all those animation reviewers, because, again, I have, I have an appreciation for cartoons. Um... And I watched Clone High, and I I thought it was so funny. And I'm like, this show's amazing. And it only got one season. And then years later, it's announced that Clone High is coming back. And, like, it's like the more things change, the more things stay the same. And everything's coming back full circle. And... Like, and just like it says, like Doom says in the opening line of accordion, live enough, borrow time, the clock tick faster. And that just, and like I'm still playing the same video games and I'm still making characters in the video games and like running my own, um, a fictional character wrestling company within those video games because I'm a, I'm a dork and I'm still pushing to like get these things made and um get because like it taught me that film is much more than a piece of um piece of thing to look at and then you just go on with your day like uh, there's a reason why I'm doing this and I can't thank my teachers for that enough and um Tim and Chris their first names um 
if I'm not supposed to say your names, I'm sorry, but, um, I, I don't want to sound weird, but none of these things would be realized if it wasn't for you guys teaching me that these things are important and that I miss you guys and you know I make beats, or one of you do make beats. No, I make beats, and I I saw on Facebook that you guys run a band together. So maybe if you see this, maybe I can have the blessing to use some of your songs and make my first compilation beat tape out of those samples to. Always remember you guys, because like I've had some um, cool teachers, and I'm not trying to like put certain teachers on a pedestal, because I value all of their teachings equally. Um, but uh, you're the only ones that actually like outright influenced what I want to do because of the things you teach me about or things that I'd later be interested in being involved in and that's why I'm pursuing to work with Jonah Hill, to work with Emma Stone and to work with Seth Rogen, not just well that and Super Bad's my favorite movie of the time, but um you guys mean a lot to me, and I love you for it, and man, it's hard to realize that not only are those days behind me and that I'm going to be 20 this year, but I'm never going to, the top of my um production-related uh, goals was to because I've always wanted to hear a song with Eminem and MF Doom because one's the one's the king of the underground hip hop side and one's the king of the um mainstream hip hop side and yet you've never seen them come together on a track to make something and I always told myself that I'm gonna be the be the person to have that honor and and I don't know anymore. We know that he's got like a, a bazillion different uh projects in the vault. Like take take as much, like by the way they're making been making it sound take all the albums he released within the year 2004 and multiply that by a thousand is what they're making his list of um, unreleased music sound like that he has but um I don't know if I'll get that honor because he's gone and it, like things are different I remember when I was like just it's just different and I just 
miss you guys and I'll never work with Doom and or this or maybe I will post ominously but that I'm pursuing a career doing all these things because of you guys because of those because of those moments and for that I know it's been a long 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 time that you don't even work at that school anymore at least I don't think you do but Thank you, if you see this.